This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stefan Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And welcome to another happy hour, Halloween-ish edition. Yeah. <laughs> also, I would like to say we're going to be talking about The Last of Us remake, part one remake today. They are not a sponsor, but like at this point, I mean, <laughs> they should really come. They need to at least give you a cameo in their show. Oh, or at least well, voicing something. Come on. I think it's only fair. It's only fair. Yes, yes. Also, spoilers. But again, if you have avoided spoilers this long and you listen to this show, I'm really impressed with you. Mm-hmm. As always with these, drink responsibly if you choose to do so. And today, I think we both have a bit of a fancier drink option. Uh, Samantha, what are you sipping on? So I am seasonal. Here in uh-huh. Georgia, where I am from, it is called L.A.J. Georgia, the Apple Capital of mm-hmm. Georgia. 
So it's just yeah. significant in Georgia. So let's just be real honest. All right. Uh-huh. So that's a pretty big deal. Come on. Um, mm-hmm. And I was able to find and procure uh, some apple cider straight from one of the orchards in LJ. So I have a giant jug. And because I am cold um, all the time now, anytime it dips below 60, I'm immediately cold. I have an electric mm-hmm. blanket. I decided it's time for the fall uh, cider and rum. Yes. Some apple cider and rum. I, I'm fancy and cozy right now. I'm a cozy bitch. Come on. Cheers. Cheers. And and this, yeah, this cider is from LJ, which around these parts, yes, I would go and you would get the and like apple get pies and all yes. oh, the apple donuts, all the apple cider. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you made this. We had a House of the Dragon finale viewing yes, party. Yeah. And you made some of it and it was delicious. Oh, good. There's mm-hmm. nothing like it. It's just it's perfect. Very warming, very warming. Uh, and kind of related, I still had some orange left over okay. from when we made the <laughs> Negroni Spagliato. Of course you did. Uh, so I was trying to find a way to use it, and I made an interesting sangria concoction, is what I'll say. It tastes very good, uh, but I there's no real... It was just kind of a haphazard of, I'll try this in there. <laughs> what about this? Hey, sangrias are delicious. <laughs> they are. They're risky, but they're they're delicious. <laughs> they, are, uh, they are risky. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so yeah, I did want to talk about my review and, and some issues around The Last of Us Part 1 remake, which came out um, last month, I believe, and I, of course, purchased it immediately. And now I have a friend of mine playing it for the first time. My little brother is playing it, and I'm watching it. And I'm kind of semi-playing it every now and then because <laughs> I'm like, how much How much should I watch people play and how much should I play? Anyway, um, it did get generally favorable reviews. But as you probably heard, there was a lot of controversy amongst fans, particularly about how some felt this was like just a cash grab or it wasn't needed. The original game came out in 2013, and then there was a remaster in 2014. Uh, The high price point, which was $70, is often thrown around like, oh, $70. The creators and defenders argue this is not, this is why it's not a remaster. It's a remake with updated features, and we're going to talk about that more in a second and why it is important, actually. There continue to be very, very funny reviews, to me at least, about how sad these games are. So I was getting like all these updates about, oh, (laughs) what a sad review. I love this game and it makes me so sad. And here's one, um, and thanks to my friend Barry for sending me this one, uh, quote, The Last of Us is a tragedy in the true sense, a story where people make the same awful choices again and again, even when they know the consequences will damn them. There is no version of Joel Miller who does not do what he does at the game's climax, his heart locked in stone by mountains of trauma and love and need. It is sad. You are correct. Oh, y'all, it makes her real sad. It does. Joel Every time. screamed a lot <laughs> Every in anguish time. and despair. And, oh, so much despair. Um, and as you know, I have gotten into some some tiffs, some tangles about these games before, usually with men, almost always with men. And I got in one with this guy at Dragon Con, and either I changed his mind or he gave up. But I'll take it the win. I'll take the win either <laughs> way. <laughs> Nope, yep, it yep. was a win in my book. I did see something that wasn't it wasn't very scientific, uh, but it was a side by side reaction of gamers to the second game, 
And almost universally, the women were far more empathetic and far more likely to, like, enjoy the game and not hate it and go to Reddit and yell at people. <laughs> but I thought that was interesting. <laughs> There's only, like, 16 people in the study. So, like I said, it's not very scientific. But I just thought it was like, huh, that's what I've been saying. That was my, what I was feeling in my gut was the truth. But, all right. Some things I wanted to go over quickly about this remake. Uh, graphics and playability, uh, that's a big one. If you've You've probably seen the side-by-side glow-up pictures, as they're called. <laughs> like the emphatical quotation marks you're giving me. I'm not sure that's that's what I would say, but that's what most everybody calls them. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll go with it. Uh, it is a pretty big improvement, but honestly, the first game still looks really good for 2013, in my opinion. Certain things just couldn't be updated. So like, after you play the second one, you're playing the remake. And you're like, Wait, I can't just break through this glass? ridiculous because <laughs> they just couldn't <laughs> update that also it did feel a lot easier to me the remake feels a lot easier than the first one did but that could be because i played it a million times but it also could be because of something we're about to talk about in a second but there's a way more difficulty levels than there were when it originally came out in this in the remake the dual controller feels so cool but it's also very jarring and i think it's meant to be jarring but that was that was cool This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? 
Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. Explore the future of technology that's rapidly evolving our world today with the help of AI. There is still so much work and research needed to fully understand the power and potential of AI. And Intel is at the forefront of implementing AI and revolutionary technology that's changing the world we live in for the better. In each episode, Graham interviews the minds transforming medicine and healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more while pioneering new uses for AI in these spaces. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so this is the big thing I wanted to talk about, though, and that's accessibility. And I think we could talk about accessibility in gaming for a whole episode, and I would love to. Because this is a pretty big deal. Um, from the game director, Matthew Gallant, we're expecting this to be an accessible experience for blind players, for deaf players, for players with motor accessibility needs. The biggest new feature we have are audio descriptions for cinematics. We partnered with Descriptive Video Works, a professional service whose background is TV, movies, and video game trailers, and integrated it into the cutscenes and across all our localized languages. Another, which started as a prototype but ended up being really successful during playtesting, is a feature that plays dialogue through the PS5 DualSense controller as haptic feedback. That way, a deaf player can feel the way a line is delivered, can feel the emphasis, along with the subtitles to give some sense of how that line is delivered. And even though that technology has been around for decades, this is the first AAA game to feature audio descriptions like that. Um... Players with disabilities have expressed how hurtful it was to see non-disabled players essentially turn this whole conversation into an argument about price or to say that it's not necessary because the 2014 remaster has some of these features, which isn't really true and is a false argument. And this is a happy hour, so I'm not going to get into why. But essentially, you had to like find codes to do it, and they probably wouldn't work either way. For some with disabilities who maybe couldn't enjoy all the aspects of the original, who couldn't see the cutscenes, for instance, this is a whole new game. It's not, it's like playing it for the first time. And there's a really good Washington Post article about this, and here's a quote. I cannot understate how important it is that this remake exists, said Sightless Combat, an accessible gaming and immersive technologies research officer at the Royal National Institute of Blind People in the UK, who uses the moniker professionally. Having a game go from unplayable without constant sighted assistance to potentially completely playable on the hardest difficulty levels is, in a word, fantastic. It goes from a completely unplayable experience into a fully playable one, Sightless Combat said. It's basically an entirely new release. Yeah, and this, this article got me all teary-eyed, you guys. I really recommend it. It was really moving. And these... New features built off the new updated accessibility-friendly engine of The Last of Us 2. And here are some of them I just wanted to highlight really quick. So there, you can do alternate control settings to change the controls used to accomplish tasks. So if for everyone, there's one that gives you difficulty, you can change it. Magnification and visual aids. Motion sickness settings, uh, mostly camera movements. <laughs> oh, I need uh, that. 
<laughs> I know. I was like, All right, we could have used that. Um, navigation and transversal uh, settings. So this is mostly like movement or survival options. Like if for whatever reason you have something that prevents you from being able to hold your, to move as quickly as you need to survive underwater, for instance, you can change that. Screen reader and audio cues. So those narrations, descriptions, uh, yeah, and like audio cues for if you can't see something behind you or whatever, uh, it's a good way to turn your attention somewhere. Combat accessibility, you can customize difficulty of enemies and their behaviors. So for instance, like if you don't want people to flank you uh, to come behind you, you can change that. Adjusting subtitles, things like size, uh, speed, uh, color. It's also coming to PC, which is a huge deal for people who can't use the PS5 controller uh, because that the controller has had it's not the most accessible controller. Um, so that's a big deal. Or even if like you can't afford or find a PS5 in the first place, because that is still an issue. <laughs> and then, okay, so those are all the like things about the remake that I think are getting lost in this conversation with mostly abled gamers just mad about the price that I think we should keep in mind. Um, and that's a huge conversation. And like I said, I would love to revisit that. And, and definitely go check out that Washington Post article because it just had so many points that I was like, yeah, we need to think more carefully about that and the conversations we're having around it um, and making these games accessible and why it's important. Like we've said in our episodes around disability, everybody could, you know, temporarily be temporarily able, as they say, like one day you might have something and you can't do it. And I know I've used some of the features in The Last of Us that were described and I loved them and I didn't realize that they weren't available in the first one. So I'm glad that that is happening. Mm -hmm. I also very briefly want to say I'm very excited about the show. <laughs> and the new trailer has just come out. Everybody's asking me, like, how excited are you on a scale from what to what? And I'm like, bah, you don't even know your scale can't contain it. <laughs> but, yeah, she's already planning the parties, y'all. I am already planning the parties, even though it just says 2023 right. with no specific date. I did really love Pedro Pascal's Texas accent. I love that Riley is in it, who is Ellie's kind of girlfriend who was with her when she got bitten. I love that there was some like exact dialogue shot from the game. Like I was like, oh, that's directly from the game. And that was really cool. The clicker, of course. <laughs> I have heard rumors, and I don't know if this is true, because there are a lot of like angry, mostly fanboys around The Last of Us, that it's way too short of a show. <laughs> but I will see. I'm excited. And I think we'll have fun watching it, even if I'll have fun. I know I'll be yes. able to, like, ooh. <laughs> we'll all have fun. Yes, I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, uh, cheers to you, Samantha. Cheers. Clink, clink. In a mug. Yes. And cheers to you, listeners. If you have any thoughts about any of this, Last of Us, accessibility in gaming, all kinds of stuff, uh, your your reactions to the trailer, please let us know. You can email us at stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at Momstuff Podcast or on Instagram as stuff I never told you. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Cheers, Christina. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I never told you is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. 
Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.